This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Be Dazzling, the podcast that shows you how to be seen and be heard so that you can step out of the shadows and into your own spotlight. Join your host, Kim Middlestadt, image consultant and transformation coach specializing in mother-daughter relationships as she brings you enlightening conversations with both professionals and moms that will inspire and inform, giving you the real-world strategies you need to unlock your potential and create healthy relationships that will last a lifetime. And now, here is your host, Kim Middlestadt. Be Dazzling podcast. Today we will be discussing self-esteem. What does healthy self-esteem look like? Where does it come from? And strategies on how to develop it. We will also be having a conversation with Dr. Raquel Muller, mompreneur success strategist, on how she overcame low self-esteem to become a doctor, a mompreneur, a wife, and mother. One of the most important attributes a woman can have is confidence. But having confidence starts with having a healthy self-esteem. Healthy self-esteem is based on our ability to assess ourselves accurately and have faith in ourselves. Although it may sound easy enough, or maybe we've been told, well, if you want to do something, then just do it. Or if you want it bad enough, you'll go get it. But it's not that easy for everyone. If you don't have a strong sense of self-esteem or self-awareness, you may not have the tools you need to accomplish doing or getting what you desire. Self-esteem is the I'm worth it attribute. If you have the feeling, or if you've ever had the feeling of not being good enough or feeling unworthy of something, then those beliefs are stuck in your subconscious mind and need to be uncovered and released. Until they are, you will keep yourself in a self-sabotaging relationship with yourself and spinning your wheels, but getting nowhere. So where do these beliefs come from anyway? Experiences during our childhood play a particularly large role in the shaping of our basic self-esteem. Self-esteem is not something anyone is born with. During our childhood and into our preteen and teen years, our successes and failures, how we were treated by our immediate family, teachers, coaches, peers, and other influencers, all contribute to the creation of our self-esteem. Our self-esteem develops as a child and continues evolving throughout our entire life. With experiences and encounters we have, our subconscious mind keeps adding and subtracting worthiness points to our self-esteem log. Our outer image is always a reflection of how we feel about ourselves on the inside. In order to be able to send a clear message of who we are and what we want, we need both our internal image, which is driven by our self-esteem, and our external image, or the outer expression of ourselves, to blend together and represent who we are as a whole person. Our childhood experiences that lead to a healthy or low self-esteem are things such as being praised instead of being harshly criticized, or being listened to instead of being yelled at, being spoken to respectfully instead of being ridiculed or teased, getting attention and hugs instead of being expected to be perfect. Good experiences, success in sports or academics are experiencing failures in sports or academics and how we respond to those. Having trustworthy friends, or maybe having a low body image, having a positive relationship with family members, 
or those with self-esteem were given the message that they were failures and their whole self were failures. Most of us have an idea of what low self-esteem looks like, but it's not always easy to recognize. I've found that there are three common faces of low self-esteem. There's the imposter. The person acts happy and successful, but inside is terrified of failure. They live in the constant fear that they're going to be found out. They need continuous successes to maintain the mask of positive self-esteem, which may lead to problems with perfection, procrastination, competition, and burnout. Sometimes it takes just a little scratch of the surface or rocking of their boat to have them fall completely apart. Then there's the rebel, the person that acts like the opinion or goodwill of others, especially those of people who are important or powerful, don't matter at all. They live with constant anger of not feeling good enough. They continually need to prove that the judgments and criticism of others don't hurt, which may lead to problems like blaming others excessively, breaking rules or laws, or fighting authority. And then there's the victim. This person acts as though they're helpless and unable to cope with the world. They wait for people to come to their rescue, and they use self-pity or indifference as a shield against fear of taking responsibility for changing their life. And they look constantly to others for guidance, which can lead to such problems as lack of assertiveness skills, underachievement, and excessive reliance on others in relationships. But there's strategies to develop a healthy self-esteem. Don't indulge in self-criticism. Low self-esteem feeds on negative messages and thoughts, so silence your inner critic. Focus on your positive attributes. Don't try to please everyone all the time. It's considerate when you care about others' feelings, but your needs are just as important. Value yourself and don't neglect yourself. And don't try to be like someone else. This leads to a lack of self-worth and confidence. Every person's unique and cannot be someone else. Strive to be better, but do not criticize yourself for not being like someone else. In order to truly have faith in others, you must first have faith in yourself. This is where it all begins, within you. You know, you're the only you there's ever going to be. And now I'd like to introduce you to Dr. Raquel Muller. Dr. Raquel says there's never been a more challenging time to be both mother and daughter and entrepreneur. As a psychologist, coach, entrepreneur, wife, and mother of two, Dr. Raquel Muller knows firsthand how self-criticism, guilt, self-doubt, perfectionism, and insufficient support can cause entrepreneurial moms to experience a disproportionate amount of overwhelm and stress, sometimes leading them to put their dreams on the shelf. After struggling with these issues herself, Dr. Raquel now uses the skills she's learned through her psychology training and through her own personal development journey to help mompreneurs grow their business, their revenue, and their impact in a way that feels balanced, joyful, and fulfilling without overwhelm or guilt. Welcome, Dr. Raquel. Thank you for joining us here on the Be Dazzling podcast. Thank you so much, Kim, for having me. I'm so excited. And congratulations to you for launching your brand new podcast. Thank you. So we're just going to get right into the questions here, Dr. Raquel. Yes. Your past personal self-esteem struggles and the skills you've learned impacted your relationship with your daughter. Yeah. You know, so uh, as I, well, as you mentioned in my bio, one of the things that I have um, done a lot of is my own Um, growth and personal development journey. And one of the things that I realized is that, you know, it's really important for me to be solid in in my self-esteem because the more that I am, the more that I can allow my daughter 
to be her own person. I think sometimes we get so invested in our kids and sometimes even like live vicariously through them and their choices and the way that they are becomes a reflection on us. And I think that's creates a unnecessary burden for them. I think that we want to give them the freedom to be who they are and to make their own choices and find their own path. And so I found that it, when I'm solid in, in my self-esteem, as I've grown in that area, I can give my daughter the freedom to be who she is. And so my well-being is not dependent upon what my kids do or don't do. And then I can love them as they live their own lives, right? And I think with, with my daughter, I see that as well. And especially she's just now at an age where she's starting to, um, you know, discover who she is. And she's in those uh, early years of her teenage uh, journey. So there's still quite a ways to go in, in this journey of self-discovery. And one of the things that I have found has been important is for me to empower her to make decisions. And just recently she was asking me, I think it was something like, um, oh, uh, uh, it was a choice of getting take up from one place or another and she couldn't decide. And I said, you know, honey, whatever you choose is gonna be great. You can make a decision. And I'm finding that that kind of message is really important for us to continue to deliver to our kids so that they can feel really solid in who they are and know that they can make good decisions and be in charge of their own lives. I love that. And I think it's so, I agree with you completely. I think so many times and after raising six kids of my own that going, I think there's three stages and, and it's perfect that 13 is a great stage where we go from protector to mentor. We have to start allowing them to make their own decisions, right? And then when they hit 17, 18, then we go to supporter. Like, okay, it's time to give you your wings and let you go. But so many times, and it's all in good faith, I think, from parents where we protect, protect, protect. And then by the time they're 17, 18, we go to mentor, but they're ready to fly. And so I think that's great. That's a great message to, to let people know that um, it is really important to kind of let them have choices. I mean, that's how they learn is for them to allow and learn and fall and, you know, wipe themselves off and pick themselves up and move on. That's awesome. What, uh, what words of wisdom do you have for moms struggling with self-esteem issues that may be impacting their, in their parenting and businesses? Mm, yeah, straddling that uh, running a business while raising a family is, is a really challenging thing. And I find that it is super critical to stay nourished ourselves because we can't serve our clients and we also can't serve our families if we are not in a good place emotionally physically mentally spiritually so one of the pieces that i think is super important that i work with clients on is on filling that cup what finding the things that are going to keep them nourished and fulfilled once again because it is in in us doing that and taking care of our needs that we are a empowering ourselves be also empowering our daughters and our children in general with that example. Right. And see, we're able to give our best to everything and everyone around us. And that includes in the work that we do so that whatever we're doing is so much more fulfilling and there isn't that burnout or the overwhelm or the resentment 
And so I think that's really critical. And then the other piece that I feel is important in terms of creating balance, which is a big buzzword, mm-hmm. uh, right, working moms, is the idea of having a vision for your life. So it isn't just what do I want to create in my business, but it's also, or in my work, but it's also, you know, what results do I want to create in my relationships with my kids, with my spouse, with my friends? Um, What kind of calendar do I want to have? What is the, what financial goals do I have for my life? And we are creating results no matter what. The thing is going from creating results by default to creating results that are intentional in nature. And I think as we do that, we can create the results that we desire in all the different areas, not just in one area. So that in turn will feel a lot more balanced and less uh, overwhelming. And again, it's an empowering journey for ourselves to kind of feel like we are in control of our lives and what we are actually bringing into it. Right. I love that intentional. That's so powerful and, and important because we, um, yeah, we seem to uh, react a lot. And if we can go into things with an action driven mind versus a, a reaction driven, we might come out from a more positive perspective for our friends and family. So I like that a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. What, what, what advice would you give to moms to help them balance a healthy relationship with their daughters while building a successful business? And I know there's a lot of moms that are tuned in that really, you know, I think it's important as moms to have something. It should be an and, and I'm very big on and, and. Yeah. So I, you know, again, I'm going to go back to filling the cup and creating intentional, um, an intentional vision of what it is that we want to create. So if I want to have a certain relationship with my daughter, you know, how do, do, do I then show up? Who do I want to be in this relationship to uh, be the kind of mom that I want to be to her? And again, to allow her to um, create a sense of independence and strength that she can take with her. And I think um, that's where, you know, having... Support is really helpful. So having either, if there's trauma, for example, having counseling would be a really great idea just for us to be in a, in a, in a good place mentally, emotionally. And also coaching is fantastic in terms of helping us to, to grow. Because again, as we grow, we're going to be able to um, show up in ways that really serve not only ourselves, but our children. And what a beautiful example for our kids to see, right? For us to um, create the the life that we want to create and go for our dreams and uh, take care of ourselves in all the different dimensions of our lives and cultivate those relationships uh, that we want to have. I agree. Yeah. It's important for us to, like you said, show up because you know, there's a lot of people that look worn out, a lot of moms that look so worn and just tired. And, you know, they have a lot of things that, that they just get negative about. And that's not really showing up for our kids to make it look like a, a ministry to be a mom. For one thing, we need to empower, not, you know, be so tired out. And, you know, what you said about getting coaching 
and help. I feel like sometimes some of the moms I've spoken to, they're, like you said earlier, living vicariously through their kids, but they're also the impacts and struggles they've gone through. They haven't healed from those yet. And so they protect so long and so hard that it it's critical. They turn into critics for their kids, not meaningfully. I think a lot of times it's just out of protection and love that goes so extreme that they're not able to um, have that relationship because they're so worried about the protection part when the relationship is just, you know, not, not happening. So I think that's, that's great. I think that's important. Um, for right. And you know, yeah. one of the things I want to say here too, is that uh, like you said, right, we are coming at this from, with our best intentions, right? The reason that, you know, we, we behave in certain ways is, I mean, ultimately we want the best for our kids and we love them. We want them to be happy, well-adjusted, contributing members of society. We want them to be successful. And, you know, so all of this is done a, with a kind heart. With a good intention, and right. So I think it's important for us to also give ourselves some compassion because so often we can be so critical of ourselves mm-hmm. and oh I'm not doing this right or I'm failing as a mom or as a business owner or as a wife you know whatever the case and the truth of the matter is that we're doing the best that we can right mm-hmm. and as Maya Angelou said when you know better you do better so what you do is you love and accept yourself where you are and you continue growing and as you do grow and become more aware of certain things then you can start to do things a little bit differently and then we do better we do and you know that's funny you say that because my older kids because we had six and we had four and four years waited six years and had the last two and my older ones are like you raised them so much differently but you know what I was 21 when I had my first you know I was a, I was a baby <laughs> you know and now they're in 30s and you know I'm like look I had six kids when I was your age and and you know look where you are with your one or two or just thinking about having kids I mean it, it's it you're walking you're walking the walk in the moment and you do the best you can with the tools you have <laughs> you know Amen. that's so, it yep I agree so what do you have in the pipeline to share that with our listeners right now what's coming up for you Ah, well, that's very exciting. I actually, I'm going to be part of an international women's conference this weekend. And it was supposed to be in person, but it's going to be all online now, which is super interesting, right? How we had to shift uh, the, uh, how things are done, how events are delivered. So I'm going to be speaking there, doing a workshop about visioning. And uh, the other really exciting thing that I have going is I'm getting ready to launch my very first course. So I am so pumped about that. And I've thought about it and, and, and uh, plan to do it for years. But it's one of those things, you know, you just hit a point where it's like, okay, this is, this is the time I'm going to just launch and go for it. It doesn't have so to do be you, Do you want to give a little sneak preview of anything that, that you're going to be covering in this course that yes. our listeners may be able to stay connected with you? Absolutely. You know, one of the things that I've been hearing a lot lately is that a lot of moms are feeling overwhelmed and they're feeling very stressed because now they have all of the responsibilities they previously had plus you know, we have more on our plates these days. And so 
the course is all about addressing that overwhelm. So getting things done that you need to get done for work and also for your family, but also doing so without all of the stress Mm -hmm. so that you can experience um, more calm, more a sense of control over um, your calendar and what's going on in there, getting things done, but also being present with family, feeling more balanced in terms of uh, work and life balance. So all those are all really uh, important issues that I find are on my mompreneur's minds right now. Right, so right. That's what I'm going to be addressing in that course. That's exciting. My, I always tell my kids and my son um, actually used it in part of his uh, speech when he was valedictorian and uh, getting his doctorate. And I always tell everyone, wherever you are, be there. When my kids get so overwhelmed, wherever you are, be there. And if you could just, and for women, that's hard because, you know, what do they say? Our brains are like spaghetti and men are like waffles, right? Like they can compartmentalize and they can like go, the syrup can go from one square to the next square, but spaghetti, we're like this all the time, you know? You know what? I never heard that analogy but I'm really liking that it works and men are like waffles waffles yeah (laughs) yeah it's true I mean because we have everything over you know they can want it's fine they shut the door now it's dinner time you know or whatever and we're going yes but we have this and this and this and this you know anyway yeah so but I always tell people wherever you are be there if you can do that and it's hard sometimes when you have so much going on to really take that few minutes like you have to you have to what is it consciously you know you have to consciously put it in the plan I get this you know yes go back to the the intentional intentional that's right yes exactly you have to intentionally do it otherwise you won't make time for it you know and that's life in general we have to be intentional I love that word I'm really glad that you brought that up on our conversation today because being intentional and everything raising your daughter having a conversation not reacting, you know, to things, just take a moment. It's okay. You can come back to things. You don't have to answer right away. Let me think about it. You know, I tell I would tell my kids that um, if they'd ask me a question after nine o'clock at 9 p.m. at night, I'm like, it's after nine. I don't answer because they can wear me down. (laughs) So after nine, and even to this day, my 30 year old, you know, don't ask mom, it's 11 o'clock, you know, ask me tomorrow, but they all know the rule, you know, don't ask me because I can't answer it, you know, in good conscience. And I'll probably change yeah, it, it. But you know what, Kim? That's also a, a great way to set some boundaries, mm-hmm. right? That you're not available 24-7. There are times when you have other things going on or you just want to rest. And yeah, it doesn't mean that because you're mom, you're always supposed to be on call. That yeah, is, is, is not a fair expectation. And it also creates more stress for us could create frustration, could create resentment, like, yeah. oh my gosh, you know, people, whatever I'm doing, then they, and they can't work wanna... me after nine o'clock. They know that. <laughs> if they want to go out with friends, plan it, plan it at 7.30. Don't plan it after nine. <laughs> so yeah, good job. That's awesome. <laughs> so anyway, um, so tell us how, how can your listeners find you? I know that we talked about that earlier with your website, but let them know on, on your social media, as well as your website that they can, they can find you. Sure. So my website is themompreneursuccessspecialist.com. It's a little bit long. You just put the words together, themompreneursuccessspecialist.com. And I am also on social media. 
And my business is actually called Joyful Imperfection Counseling. So that's my Facebook page. And then I also have a group, actually. It's a private group called Redefining Supermom, which is all about going from the old way of mom having to sacrifice herself, her needs, her dreams, to be a good mom, to the new model of mom filling her own cup and being the very best person that she can be so that she can then translate that into her role as mom and uh, as a business owner, as a spouse, and in every other role that she's playing. So I think that uh, uh, those are really great ways to find me. And thank you. Oh, awesome. I love this. Um, I appreciate everything, all your insight and all you listeners out there. Um, check her out. Go look, go look her up. She's a wonderful person and coach and friend. And, um, and I'd love to see you bring her into your life to be able to connect and just, you know, make a solid foundation for your family, for your daughters, for your relationships. So thank you, Raquel. That was absolutely wonderful. Thanks for being here with us today. And if you like this episode, make sure that you follow Kim and you like the podcast and subscribe so that you can enjoy more of these great episodes because she has a lot of wisdom to pour out. And thank you, Kim, for doing this work and bringing this message to so many moms and and families who, who need it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for joining us on Be Dazzling, the podcast that shows you how to step out of the shadows and into your own spotlight. In each episode, your host, Kim Middlestadt, brings you enlightening conversations with both professionals and moms that will inspire and inform. You can find additional episodes of Be Dazzling at EWNpodcastnetwork.com, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many other places podcasts are available. Until next time, we encourage you and your daughters to be seen and be heard using what you've learned here to step out of the shadows and into your own spotlight. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? (laughs) I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating $1 million in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Calling all speakers. eWomen Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? 
Our mission is to help one million fulfilled women each achieve one million dollars in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.